Hey there, everybody. This is Jake, a.k.a. Hanamara Zirumaru. I'm here with our first guest of the podcast, Liam. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty well, honestly. It's just weird to be, uh, I don't know, thrown in here, referred to by the actual name that I have actually on Facebook. Well, I'm just going to be doing that. Whatever the name is on Facebook, it's just gonna, I'm just going to tag that. No, it, it's, it's just funny because <laughs> it's it's just funny because it's like you know so many other people out there. It's like you know obviously not their real names, and then it's just like Liam. Hey, Liam. I mean, I don't know what would give you that impression of not uh all not ad- real all, names. I mean, I'll admit, um, uh, you said your name with absolute confidence, like. <laughs> Goodness, I was like, well, that's a lot of syllables. Oh, uh, Hanamar Zidema? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's a long one. That's that, uh, the, the Japan language right there. Um, obviously, uh-huh. it's not common in the group. Um, you'll have to forgive my ignorance. Well, everybody's going to have to figure out our ignorance here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Bringing all these these foreign cultural influences into this, you know, strictly American Facebook group. Make the server American again. <laughs> we need a revolution. Uh, I mean, here I am. Build and, you know, some walls. Yeah. Well, yes, uh, of course. Erect some walls. Kick the Leafs out. Those mm-hmm. darn Canadians have had it too good for too long. The Canadians, Mexicans, even the Americans get everybody out. Kick everybody. Yeah. Oh man, wouldn't that be great? You know, I just create a giant nature <laughs> reserve out of the United States. Exactly. It's the United States of animals now. And then I'm, I don't know, I have this mental image of a raccoon holding a Glock. It's like the, Christine the day would is probably gone. be happy about that. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, right. <laughs> that was that was subconscious. Uh, I'm already oh. trying to market us to uh to the higher ups, to the people in power. Hashtag make uh, make Liam a mod. Yeah, oh, darn Bring it. Bring him in the modman team. Well, thank you. Since you are since you are yourself a mod, um, oh, the great course, the great shadow mod of the group. It's um, just a visual glitch. Yeah, it's just a visual glitch. I also declare um, that I am campaigning for mod status. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured I'd do it here, where I have the largest platform. I will endorse this. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like, it's it's funny. Yeah, it, well, thank you. And it's funny because I've essentially been, you know, a, a, an unofficial core member of this group since the very beginning. Uh, because I'm kind of just, uh, I gathered a reputation uh, throughout my, my Facebook career in, in interacting with a lot of the people who are in this group as just the guy who posts weird niche stuff. And I've kind of just existed on the fringe of all the groups I've been in for like two years now. Um, and I feel like I deserve things because of that arbitrarily. Mm-hmm. I think as, I deserve power. Should. Yes, I, I deserve power because I have stayed on the fringes the longest, all right? I've had to jump through, uh, I've, been, I've been in three distinct groups following these people around, uh, chasing after their clout, all right? Yes, I. Uh, that's good. That's good. I. Uh, the only reason I joined this group or even knew it was a thing, 
was I got a DM one day. It's like, hey, you should move your dailies to here. Okay. <laughs> it's such the way it's such the way i've i've had that happen now like uh twice actually because i'm so aloof of things it's just like hey man there's this new group and i'm like i guess i'm in it and i guess i'm committed long term it's the same with you now because you're like you're doing like i don't know how many dailies and it's just it's so funny to think we both came know. in on like a whim <laughs> <laughs> too many is the answer to that question I mean, they're very interesting. You're adding tons of variety to the to the group just by, nah, not really. you know, having polls. <laughs> Half of them are Love Live dailies. Well, yeah, not much variety. I mean, yeah, but the, the polls are hilarious. And then, you know, you've uh, you've got this now. This is going to be your baby moving forward. Um, yeah, to I'm, be honest, oh, I'm sorry. I got you I'm declaring that. that. I'm declaring it now. Oh, this is the big thing because I'm here. I guess. Yeah, it is. The hardest thing with the poll daily is just thinking what two things should battle it. That was great. Um, now that I'm here talking to you in person, uh, or as close as we can be to in person during this time of oh, uh, global quarantine, um, I, I wanted to say I missed out on the uh, the, the Britney versus Karl Marx one. Oh. I just I just saw that one. Uh, after it was already done, and I was like, "Wow, I I can't believe I missed out on this one." Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, that that uh that one specifically is really great because the idea behind it was at one a.m. the night before, I was just going through my feed and I saw a meme of Karl Marx like looking and cheating off Britney Spears, and I'm like, "That would be a good <laughs> one." <laughs> I, I mean, don't know yes. where it is. Who are who are the two greatest uh, heroes of socialism throughout history? And like the the first two that come to mind are Britney Spears and Karl Marx in that order. <laughs> and I was just thinking, is this referring to Karl Marx, the German philosopher and economist, uh, or is it referring to Karl Marx, my Garage Band? And uh, I never got clarification on that. That's uh, whatever you interpret it as. <laughs> I just assumed everyone knew about my my famous musical act called uh, Karl Marx. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to my boy Servando uh, for giving me that inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The um, I recall. Um, I, I've done a podcast before. It was in. Um, it was in the 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 previous group, and uh, it was it was me and. Uh, uh, good old uh, Servando uh, going basically me trying as hard as possible to not be political on a political podcast. That was fun. So it's like, so what are we going to talk about now? Um, ancient Greek history. <laughs> oh. oh, that's, uh, you know, that's its own thing. Yeah. Well, it's nice to have you out here, though, out on the the greatest podcast that daily hell or well, we, we we've messed it up abort abort i can edit it out it's nice to have you out here. you know if this, pl- were, if this were the right daily purgatory hell, podcast <laughs> maybe um but there's one question i have to ask every guest and it is a requirement uh my advisors have told me what is your favorite color and why Oh goodness! Um, 
So favorite color, there's uh, really no uh, question here for me. Uh, and that would have to be, um, well, purple in all honesty, even though some people tell me it's not a color. And I swear, if I find you, and I, I find color. you purple-hating people, I'm going to track you down. So, and the reason for this is, it's just the pimpest color in uh, in human history. Like, this is the color that Roman senators wore to show people that they were more wealthy and more powerful. This is what kings throughout history have worn. Um, it's just, like, the color of uh, absolute flexing. Like... Uh, absolute clout is is just purple. Modern day pimps also wear purple. Exactly right. So it's ever it's survived. And I think if a color is that universally accepted to be the the color of the flex, that it means something. Yeah. Isn't brown not technically a color either? I think so. I, I isn't I it just dark orange? All I know is that these goddamn lab coat types are constantly running around telling us what is and isn't you know all this you know pluto's not a planet brown is not a color and i'm like okay lab coat how about you you go back and read the bible huh that's oh such a weird thing you got to think like nowadays when kids are growing up they've never had pluto as a planet we have <laughs> eliminated one the problem is that the debate uh the debate flares up every now and again over Pluto, it's something that people are, uh, dare I say, uh, religious about. Um, it, and again, it comes up every now and again. The cult of Pluto returns, and it needs to be crushed down by the scientific community once more. It's really treacherous, you know. Mm -hmm. When you try to go up against big astronomy, like, be prepared. <laughs> they have all the power. Big astrophysics is coming for us. Neil deGrasse Tyson's going to break my legs. <laughs> Drag me um, through the streets behind his chariot of astrophysics. So you said you were in groups previously with these main core people. Yes. Um, <laughs> so how did you originally get into dailies? Like, do you post any? Have you ever yeah, posted yeah. So, any? So this is actually funny because it it shows my descent into madness as a human being. <laughs> um, so I was first in... Uh, so basically a, a friend of mine uh, joined me into the one group, which was uh, back then that was Waifu Hell. I think we're allowed to mention it. Um, oh, you can mention all of them. And, and a lot... <laughs> Uh, you know, a lot of people were, were posting things daily there. And uh, I started posting stuff from uh, Hayori Nyaroko-san because that's my niche obsession in the world of anime. So uh, for the longest time, I was doing Nyaroko-san daily. And then when Daily Hell started up, uh, I migrated over there with that. And I was doing that. But then I decided, you know, why stop there? So I started doing... Um, Tons of other ones. I had a good long-running one for the Irish language, uh, for example. Um, and a few other ones. I did a 40K one for a while. You know, just uh, covering all the bases, really. Mm -hmm. um, HP Lovecraft was another, like, really common one. But I, I was incapable of keeping them going for a long time because I would write massive 
uh, essays worth <laughs> of things on these posts, and uh, it just wasn't worth the expenditure. Um, so it, then I took a long hiatus because I kind of had uh, had chilled of the whole idea, and then eventually I get this link uh, that my boy um, my boy Matthew Mikadu sends to me, um, and he basically like, hey, there's a new group, so. I go to the new group and I'm like, well, since there's a new group, I guess I'll start posting something. And, and that's where the, you know, my world famous folk music uh, daily comes in 40 posts old. Nice. Nice. God bless its heart. But yeah, over that time, just running all of these like relatively short running dailies, I came into contact with practically, uh, you know, practically everybody to, to some degree, um, you know, who's like, uh mod or something like that but not particularly frequently again i've just been this this weird guy who kind of follows them around and you know they can't get rid of uh (laughs) he doesn't talk much he doesn't really interact with anyone much but he occasionally posts these things as like so herpes yes yes um i couldn't (laughs) put it better myself i'm the gift that keeps on giving Hey, I'm sure many other communities would love to have someone like you in it. No, that's the thing. I just really haven't found the correct one. I know where they're located, but I refuse to go there. And why is that? Well, I just much prefer uh, being someone who posts content that's like seemingly incongruous with the place that I'm in. Like, um, you know, just like you know it, these these groups abound with like you know pictures of of waifus and it, things from anime and that's that's perfectly fine of course that's our, our bread and butter generally um and and it makes me feel like an outsider even though you know i'm i'm edgy i'm like breaking the trend even though like you know for the longest time we've been saying like post whatever you want that's basically the point of these groups uh and i'm just mm-hmm. like yeah but they weren't expecting that well, no one really was. It's a nice welcome surprise whenever you post something. Well, that's what I hope, you know. That's <laughs> that's what I hope the uh the council takes into account when they consider my mod status. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. I got I got hookups to the mods. <laughs> yeah, oh no, I know. You it goes deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. people don't know about the the shadow government behind the group. You're actually like the shadow president. If anyone doesn't know, I actually am in the basement of Adrian James. You know Adrian James? Good mod. I'm in his basement. <laughs> oh, yes, of I have course. Paid, I have paid them twice to have my dailies appear on the daily spotlight. <laughs> and then again <laughs> to have Hanamaru win the next month's banner. <laughs> I actually had like this this visual image it's like yeah he's down in uh in adrian's basement he's like chained up to the wall uh, oh no i can go as freely as i want <laughs> no i know it's it's amazing you're not a you're not a servant at all you're you're free no. i can leave the house between 12 a.m and 2 a.m i have to be back <laughs> i have to moderate the not only discord server by the way join the official daily purgatory discord server and uh the actual group uh, for at least 20 hours a day. 
Of course. And, uh, uh, well, and I, I was thinking, it, and it works out perfectly for you mm -hmm. because there's all these all this quarantine and social isolation stuff going on exactly. right now. So if you went out for a second jog, you'd get arrested anyways. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's a little crazy the world that we're living in currently. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many different takes on uh, on the stuff that's going on right now. Uh, what with, uh, you know, global pandemic and, and things like that, you know. And, and I feel like we're kind of mostly, all of us, just taking it on the chin, as it were. Um, it's like, yeah, global pandemic. Let's just, let's just see how this plays out. Make sure Not without my toilet it. paper, though. Yeah. I mean, the toilet paper joke's been made like a million times, but... It's, uh, it's not even a joke. It's actually happening. That's the sad part. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just the thing. It's like, eventually, um, you, you start realizing that the world is just an absurd place, and for the most part, the jokes that you make just aren't good enough. Like, the, 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 the we try to make, like, jokes about people hoarding toilet paper, and but, like, there's actually people who went out and started an altercation with staff at a store because they couldn't get 600 cans of Mountain Dew. I'm just Look, like, he's just trying to God. be a gamer. Right? <laughs> I mean, I know, I don't understand the gamer life. I'm sure that's like a normal quantity. But the thing is that the people at the stores don't either. They don't understand what it means to be a gamer. Um, there needs to be a gamer Walmart. A Walmart just for gamers. There, there should be. It's you a walk GameStop. In, those absolute fools. Those buffoons. They didn't branch out in they, time. They need to expand. They didn't. They get the guy from Nintendo. Um, yes, they did. They got uh, yeah. Reggie. He can remake it. He should. He should. He can he make like... GameStop great. <laughs> I would say make them great again. But you're right they to say never. just great because they were never great. Oh. Uh, but yeah, just stock up on the dew and on uh, uh, the Doritos. Doritos. <laughs> nacho ranch only. Yes. Uh, or nacho cheese, rather. So that way you get uh, all that on your fingers. Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, that creates the perfect uh, traction when you're, you know, holding onto the controller. It's like, um, we get it. We all get it. You know, gamers, they understand. I'm also one of the cool kids. Hello. Have you ever heard that song, and it goes like, I wish that I could be like the cool kids, because all the cool kids, they seem to fit in. And I don't know. I don't, I have not, I, I can't recall I'm not actually going to sing it. Okay. Just in case. <laughs> no one wants to hear me sing, but. Well, hey. um, no, uh, unfortunately, I, I don't particularly know the song. I get the sentiment, though. Uh, it sounds it sounds absolutely god awful. If if she I must was, be honest, she was definitely singing about you. She was singing like, "I wish that I could be like the Liam." Yeah, of of course. Yeah, no, uh, obviously. You know, when people think cool kid, they they definitely think of me. Uh, you're the first person I think of. Yeah, well, Who's that's the coolest uh, I, person I, in the group. It's just your number one. I, I thank you. I thank you for that. Um. Of course, um, my my picture, uh, as you can see, is um, uh, is is myself attempting to put on uh, a very small uh, Halloween costume hat, hmm. um, and I think that that perfectly exemplifies who I am as a person. Um, 
the symbolism is rife there. <laughs> and, you know, that's that's why I do show myself off in that picture is because that's the perfect male physique. It really is. True. Yeah, you, you can't get any better. I'm sorry to say I'm sorry, everyone. Showing off your true Canadian. Yes, exactly. And if we can if we can get back to the uh, the Canada question, uh, because I know that we all despise Canada, and I'm I'm a self hating Canadian. Um, we we all know that my country is basically just a parasite that feeds off of the United States. Um, <laughs> I, I would say to you all, uh, um, I have a message. I, I've taken this from the government offices in Canada. Uh, Justin Trudeau is lying to you. We are slowly infiltrating your country. Now is your oh, only no. chance. All right, this is a message to all Americans. Stay inside. If anyone ever comes up to you and they are friendly, they are a shoot on sight. I repeat, shoot on sight. That's true. That is very true. They come up to you. How you hear about? Is it, look, listen, listen to how they round their O's. If it sounds like they're saying the word a boot, kill them. That's all I can say. <laughs> if I'm they a say turncoat. sorry, they're uh... yeah. If they ever say the word sorry, if you hear a bud once, kill them. Hmm. How's it going there, bud? <laughs> Friend? <laughs> yeah, 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 how's it going there, bud? <laughs> I, I swear to you, um, I, I'm speaking in my normal voice. This is not, this is not some Americanized dialect I put on. Uh, in order to trick you, we we don't all sound like Jordan Peterson uh, up here, but I'm sure I didn't need to tell anyone that. So, uh, how cold is it up there? On um, a scale it's... of cold to very cold. Well, um, the the polar bears have migrated back north uh, so far because oh, it is global spring, warming's so... helping. Yeah, uh, uh, so it's not actually as bad as it could be. Uh, we we fought off the last few waves with minimal uh, casualties here in uh, in the great province of Ontario. Mm -hmm. They've all returned back to their base in Manitoba, uh, where they plan to uh, basically attack us again next winter. Like that's just how it works. Manitoba is the is the territory we ceded to the polar bears uh, after the Great Polar Bear War, which of course followed the uh, 1918 influenza outbreak. Uh, it's not often talked about uh, to foreigners. It's it's rather sad. It's kind of the same as the Emu War in Australia, mm -hmm. when uh you know basically around the world there is these you know different uprising by these these upstart animals, and uh, yeah, we just let them take Manitoba. It's a damn shame. So when you're in school, when you were in school, did they ever teach you about the War of 1812? If uh, I'm yes, they remembering did. correctly. That's that... the war where America invaded Canada and then lost. Yeah, so what happened... They don't teach in... that here. <laughs> well, that's interesting. So, no, yeah. what happened in that war um, was we had a... Uh, we, honest to God, had an admiral. No, he was an admiral. He was a general. We had a general whose name was Manly Power. Um, uh, not joking. Uh, but uh, as I recall how that war worked was uh, Sir Isaac Brock... Uh, walked into the United States and single-handedly destroyed the entire country, um, and that that was that was the end of it. <laughs> I mean, that just that's just what happened. Um, 
No, uh, the, the War of 1812 is interesting because uh, it, obviously in the United States, people don't tend to learn a lot about it. But here in Canada, we tend to like really exaggerate our role in it because basically what happened is the British came over and they like bailed us the, the hell out. We were being invaded by the United States and the British were fighting Napoleon at the time. So they were like, oh, this is... This, this is damn inconvenient, it is. And so they sent over a few thousand soldiers and bailed us out and uh, barely, barely stopped Canada from being overrun by the U.S. Army. Um, oh, the 51st state, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> All of Canada, a 51st state. The thing's mm -hmm. so massive. It's it, it not like, it, yes, actually in terms of land mass, all of Canada, at least as it is now, bigger than the entire united states yeah isn't it the second biggest behind russia yes um because russia is massive yeah so the second largest country um if quebec separates we'll have to invade mongolia to make up the difference uh i've planned this out trust me uh minimal casualties we will have mongol waifus soon uh but the, the 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 whole thing with the the war of 1812 was um uh from the american perspective is i think it was in 1815 um we took a little trip with colonel jackson down the river mississippi um and uh beat the crap out of the british and that was the battle of new orleans 1815 that's basically what uh americans at least used to learn about the war of 1812 was they beat the crap out of the british at new orleans uh but the treaty had already been signed so the battle was worthless uh but um, just for sport yeah just for sport i mean the british show up and it's like well it's kind of a national tradition already we might as well and that was uh yeah, the war of 1812 is just a, a funny little thing because canada blows it out of proportion like back in 2012 to 2014 we had like these massive celebrations about it and it is big for canadians but at the same time it's like that was again a situation where it's like we were just like a few farmers up here in the north and whether we could even speak english at the time was debatable uh and the british had to come and just you know bail us out of this situation because the united states is like we're going to invade canada because the british are being a bunch of dicks to us and you know what fair point British were kind of being dicks at the time, but you know they're fighting the largest war in in human history. So you know we got to give mm -hmm. them a bit of leeway. Yeah, the British are not generally friendly to anyone not British. Oh no, very true, very true. <laughs> uh, they were busy fighting the baguettes at that time. Uh, your your boy Napoleon Bonaparte was just kind of like ruining stuff in europe and then the united states was like hey you know good good time for a war and you know fair enough it was and then like what was it like 50 years later it was after the civil war we got invaded by some irish dudes from the united states it was the weirdest thing uh because they had this idea that if they invaded canada they could free ireland from the british uh, you can't, again, this is another thing, just like stealing toilet paper. You can't make this shit up. Like, it actually happened. Well, I mean, it's it's basically, I can, I can understand their mindset. It's take over Canada, and it's like, hey, you want to do tradesies? Yeah, it, that was <laughs> the idea. You give away Ireland, you can take this. That was the idea. I mean, and it would just be kind of a fun little side note in history if it weren't for the fact that the Canadian militia actually lost the first battle against these pissed-off Irish dudes. 
lost the first battle, made us look like pretty dumb. And then, you know, we, we eventually beat them up. But it's like, you can't really feel good about that because, you know, it's like they're Irish. They're probably drunk. You know, yeah. half of them can't even, you know, fire a rifle. Uh, just the weapon. It's like uh, the weapon's just swaying constantly. They're just shooting bullets in the sky and it's falling down on you to hit you. Yeah, you know what? It's a very powerful strategy those Celts mm-hmm. developed over the years. You know, you know, half of them aren't even speaking English. They're they're speaking whatever. They're they're ridiculous. You know, Irish, Irish language. You know, with all the the the, the those guttural sounds in it. You know, the gobs of spit coming up. It's like they always say: if you want to speak Welsh, you have to get a throat infection first. It's the same thing with Irish, really. Um, just a gobbledygook language. Terribly awful. No one should ever learn it. Um, not, not at all. Especially not. They should. They definitely shouldn't go to the Duolingo app and start the uh, the Irish course. Um, or or well, anything I heard like if that. you, I heard if you start the Irish course, it just uh, deletes or uninstalls the app. <laughs> it's all it a trick. Because Duolingo knows that the kind of people who are going to try to learn Irish are not the kind of people they want to be associating with. Good people over there, they know what's up and uh I'm, I'm i'm sure like uh i'm just looking over the at this this shillelagh i have in the corner of my room and, I, and i'm thinking to myself how many irishmen did i kill to get that club and i don't quite remember probably about 500 yeah i mean they're not you know they're not particularly smart you know just lure them. I, i'm being self-deprecating at this point you know irish people who might be listening it's just like my name's Liam. Come on, how serious could I be? I I love yeah. I, I, mean, I love my he... potato people. Oh, speaking of potato people, I'm from Idaho. I just that's just a side thing. Oh, Idaho, that's brilliant. I visited Idaho yeah. once. It's awful. <laughs> it's very <laughs> flat. Uh, the nights are incredibly cold, and the uh, the nights are incredibly cold. And the days are incredibly hot. Uh, I remember that. Actually, it's not quite. It's not so quite a flatland. You've got a lot of mountainous regions. Well, uh, it act- depends where you are. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's it's a mixture. Um, I went mm-hmm. to a uh, city of rocks, uh, over in Idaho. It's a nice uh, national park there. Um, so that was nice. I, I know I've got like uh, a bunch of like souvenirs I got there. Um, and th- that's just the. It's funny. The nature of souvenirs is just this great. It it's a great thing to think about because you're like you think think about it and it's like okay this this product has the name of a place i visited on it and to the people who live there this is like less than worthless yeah but to me it is like the most valuable thing in the world i cherish this immensely i could get a t-shirt that says like idaho on it and i could get it shipped here without ever having been to idaho and i could just pretend that it's a souvenir that I got there and it would be, and no one would know the difference. It, it would be more <laughs> worth doing that. And then, yeah, people would be like, okay, this guy's bragging about being to Idaho. Fuck. Um, it's like so saying crazy... you've been to Toronto. <laughs> I've been to Ontario. Goodness. Like it don't, don't brag about going to Toronto. Some people think it's actually an achievement. It's like, no, it's, it's uh, apologies to people living in Toronto, but like, it's just like urban squalor. Like it's like we we looked at the worst cities in uh, in America and we were like, let's do that. Oh, we I understand. Toronto. 
So you took New York City, but took all the good stuff out of it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Toronto. Like, you know, like New York traffic. We definitely need oh. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it it doesn't make sense because our country has one tenth of the population of the United States, and yet Toronto is somehow worse than the major American cities. It's cra- and it's not even it's not even our capital. Our capital's Ottawa. No one's ever actually been to Ottawa. That's the great secret, by the way. Not even our parliament has been to Ottawa. Like people, we'll, we'll just, pretend. We'll pretend three that's where the prime minister lives. It's it's not. Where there's he like lives, I don't know. There in a gated community, they're just all like holding it off. Every time someone yeah, tries to dance, it's like, no. <laughs> no one me. goes into Ottawa. It's the forbidden city. Toronto is the only place that actually exists in Canada. I'm essentially in Toronto right now. I feel sorry for you. Yeah, I have a friend who says he who, who lives in Kingston, but Kingston's a lie. It's 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 all Toronto. We've become Toronto, at least in the province of Ontario. Other provinces, I don't even know if they actually exist. If you've been to any of them, um, if feel free to tell me. But I think they're a myth too. They're just made the up by the provinces? party. Yeah, um, like, like look I've at, been like, look close to British Columbia. Oh right, well you are close to British Columbia. Yeah. British Columbia might be real. Um, but like some of the provinces, they just strike me as like really, really fake and like not even in a good way. Like Newfoundland is just Ireland, but again, and then Nova Scotia, like new Scotland, come on. They just put it in Latin and thought we wouldn't notice. Like (laughs) that's literally just like, we took two European stereotypes and we just made provinces out of them. Like, and Prince Edward Island, that's just the potato place. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, you also, if you look at the same way in the U.S., you have uh, New Mexico. Stop yeah, Mexico. New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, right. As if that um, exists. They've, they've got states that are just, like, different like different parts of other states, like West Virginia. Come yeah. on. That's I think a, the reason that is... State, that's be- you have a state and a district both named Washington? That's just my last mm-hmm. name. Washington, D.C. isn't even a state. It's, like, weird. <laughs> right, and now I think of it, you're, you're near Washington State, too. Yeah. I mean, it's like, we, we have a state. What should the flag be? Let's just put the first president's face on it. I mean, uh-huh. he was number one. <laughs> he was number one. It was his country. It was his country, Mr. Disraeli. He was number one. He fought uh. very hard. Oh my goodness. So no, like we've we've realized now that probably about half the US states are fake. Um all but two of the Canadian provinces aren't real. Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. I, me- I should I should have mentioned Quebec. Um Quebec is just France again. Yeah, so that's exactly. really lazy. That's probably the laziest of them all. Like I don't I don't believe that for a second. And and it's so cartoonish, right? It's so cartoonish. It's like, you could have at least tried. It's like, well, are they any different from the French? It's like, no, they're still just as arrogant. You know, they basically talk exactly the same. Except the French and Quebec people also hate each other. Yes, I mean, that's true. That's true. They do hate each other. That's very different. I think it's because they see each other as this weird, perverted mirror of one another. And they realize how much they actually hate themselves when they gaze into it. I, I think it's much the same way uh, when, a, when a Canadian sees a British person 
is it's kind of like you're just the disgusting version of me, but you actually are me, but I refuse to admit it. If you were here, you could have been me, but you're that now. Yeah, and you know, to an extent, that's that's Canadians and Americans too, but um, it, we're kind of like so close with the United States that I, I feel like we don't even we don't even see each other as separate people anymore. It's kind of like there's a border and there's two different countries, but uh, Americans, as long as I'm very careful with my vocabulary, you know, they'll think I'm an American. I messed up when I was visiting your state, actually. I messed up. Um, oh, no. I-, I called Native Americans First Nations, and I got these oh. weird looks. <laughs> yeah, no, you call them Indians here. Yeah, um, that was that was amazing. It's like I so didn't think that I was going to accidentally use one of the few words that we don't have in common. And yet it happened. How do you spell color? Oh, um, well, there's a U in it. You can oh, guess no. where. <laughs> uh, right after the C. Kualer. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh, geez. You're, you get, we'll give you your citizenship right away. Passport. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Our, our, our passports are great, too. We've got a moose uh, holding up the, the Canadian crest. It's awesome. Um, nice. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, no, uh, um, Canadian spelling is hilarious because it's like we took a mixed bag of like American and British uh, conventions. So where the British use use, um, we usually have a U there. But there's also like a thing where the British will use S where American uses American uses Z or Z in your case. You'd call mm-hmm. it a Z and we use a Z. Z. So that's another difference, too. We call it Z just like the British do. <laughs> I can't believe I actually said Z too. I usually say Z, but I think my Canadianness is coming out it's coming because out. I'm yeah, talking to an American. It. Yeah, it's this it's this gross, this gross reflective Canadianness I have within me. Ugh. Well, you know, if we if you want, we can get away from the gross Canadians and talk about the lovely place, Bhutan. Oh, Bhutan! Yes. <laughs> Um, so Bhutan is this country that's just like, it's amazing. Um, and yes, I, I believe that they call themselves like the, the Thunder Dragon Kingdom. It's like yeah. the most epic name ever. And they're this, basically, they're not a micro nation. Like their country's got some size to it, but they're just kind of like in between like Nepal and China and India and they're this tiny country. And the thing that got me like all excited about Bhutan is that they are the only country that measures gross national happiness. Yeah. And it's specifically the King of Bhutan because they do in fact have a King. Um, I think they're a constitutional monarchy, but they might have like the monarch might have more powers than is usual in the West. Um, and he said, the King of Bhutan said um, that he cared more about happiness so he was going to measure the country, the country's prosperity and gross national happiness instead of gross domestic product or gross national product. And this is a country where one of the largest industries is just people making like Buddhist and Hindu iconography to sell to Indian travelers. So it's like this is not a very prosperous country in terms of material goods. Uh, but from what I hear, their gross national happiness off the charts. 
I mean, as long as they're happy, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, as long as they're happy. Denmark? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. Switzerland? No. The Netherlands? What a joke. Bhutan is where it's at. They leave Bhutan off of these happiness, these worldwide happiness index kind of tests because they know it would dominate every time and make us all look like chumps. Because we always talk about how we're the Western world. You know, we're the first world. We're so great. Look at our material wealth and our uh, basic healthcare services, our universal healthcare and things like that. Sorry, United States. I brought it up. Um, Even in the United States, you can be like, well, we have the best facilities in the world. Either way, suck it. Bhutan, gross national happiness. I I can't even imagine. They're playing six-dimensional chess, at least. At least over there in Bhutan. You think they figured out time tra- uh, time travel and they're just oh absolutely it? <laughs> absolutely they're so happy they think? can go anywhere like Bhutan granted it's not the most average country it does draw some attention to itself but most people don't know that it exists and I would put my money on them or the northern tribes that live up at the top of like Finland on the map like those guys I think it's either Bhutan or them those guys are called the Sami. Uh, it's one of those two that secretly control the world shadow government. I'm calling it. Well, I would put I put my money on Bhutan. I, I might too. Like it's, it's just a strong country. It's such a strong country, honestly. Like I don't even know of any country that's got like that much that much power in, in my mind is uh, as Bhutan. Nepal doesn't even come close. It's actually really weird. They're so close to one another, but it's like Nepal does just just not does not have that kind of that Bhutanese strength to it. Um, I don't know of any country that that really comes close. Um, maybe if uh, if Tasmania was an independent country, it would come close, but we don't. We haven't seen that reality yet. Sadly, sadly, we yeah. have not. Someday. Hashtag Tasmanian independence. Hashtag Liam for mod. Yes, hashtag Liam for mod too. Liam for president of (laughs) president of Tasmania too. While we're at it, I don't care. I'd say uh, I'd say that was a pretty good podcast for uh, yeah. (laughs) Went through a lot of topics. Thank you for uh, being here. Oh, I don't know. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Is there uh, any members you want to shout out? Any dailies? Um, any let's final see. words? Uh, I would I would just like to uh, to tell my boy um my boy Matthew out there, um, you are my sidekick till the end of time. Don't you forget it. At least I actually run a daily. Um, and now that I've thrown shade, I think I'll end there. Oh. All right. Well, thank you everybody for uh, listening in. If you have, uh, that's. <laughs> You're. What are you doing with your life? Honestly, <laughs> to listen to us too talk for about close to an hour ish. Listen here. If you haven't listened through the entire thing, then you're not patriotic enough. We're basically doing the test like Stalin, where you have to stand there and keep clapping until eventually, uh, you know, you pass out from exhaustion. This is the endurance test. You're patriotic if you've sat through it. Right. Yeah. If you. Uh, if you. Uh, blinked. Go rewatch the ent- or re-listen to the entire podcast, please. Yeah, um, I don't make the rules. This is just how it works. <laughs> yeah, it's just what happens. 
uh, for our final closing, thank you for uh, all you listening again. Hashtag Hanamar for mod. Hashtag Liam for mod. Peace out, everybody.